You're listening to the Bread of Life podcast, featuring my latest teachings from the Word of God. The Word is truth and life to those who find Him, and Jesus is ready to be found. All of us, like sheep, all of us, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned each and every one of us have turned we have turned to our own way and the lord has laid on him on him jesus the iniquity of us all we have all gone astray in our own way and because of our decision it was laid upon jesus that iniquity that which he did not do, it was laid upon him, that which I have done, that which we all have done, and that was to go astray from God. To go astray suggests that we were once with him, but something happened and we were led astray. We were led astray. And we have come off track. We have navigated from the path that was set before us, which was the right way. And we have taken the path which was a perversive way. And the path we have taken was a path of destruction. It was a path that would lead us to perish. And this is why the Lord is he who has come to seek and save. In our paths, we were lost and without direction. But yet he has come to show us the right way and to point us back to God. Praise Jesus. We have all gone astray and our iniquities in that disobedience was laid upon him. Yet through the wonderful workings of the cross, He has removed the veil, torn down the veil, so we could return back to the Father. One of the fundamental works of Jesus is to seek and save the lost sheep. To seek and save the lost sheep. And the Bible says that we have all gone astray from his pasture. And so it is clear to say that we all need saving. Now, I have identified that there are possibly two reasons, perhaps more, but I want to talk about two reasons as to why a sheep would have went astray. One is the fact that he has gone astray because he has followed the lust of his heart. He has walked in the direction of the desires of his heart and not the desires of God. You see, our desires, our will opposes the will of God. And when man wants to do what he wants to do, and when he wants to have what he wants to have, and it does not line up with the will of God, he will go astray. He will go astray to have it. He will go astray, come what may, to receive it. 
And by doing so, he takes himself out of the plan of God. It's not that God has removed him. He has removed himself from the plan of God. Our heart is one of the most deceptive things I believe we will come across. And the desires of our heart can lead us down roads we believe is right for us, but yet completely out of the plan of God. And so when we walk after the lustings of our heart, it takes us out of the fold of God. The lustings of our hearts gives birth to nothing more than sin. You see why now the Bible says there in Isaiah that our iniquity was upon him, Jesus? Our sin of turning away from the Holy One of Israel was upon our Lord Jesus because the lustings of our hearts leads to nothing more than sin. It does not give birth to an expected end. No, it gives birth to sin. And sin keeps us out of the will of God. The second point I want to make here is the fact that oftentimes we have gone astray because we have been carried away, carried away by the enemy taken out of the fold of God because the enemy has come in and plucked us out. For if we give heed to the stranger's voice, he will lead us out of the sheepfold and lead us into captivity. And this is no place for the child of God. This is no place for God's children, for we have been destined for freedom and liberty. And yet, if the enemy has his way and carries us away, he will have us live in a life of captivity. I want to draw your attention here now to the book of 1 Samuel 17 and verse 34. Now, David is sharing a story here with King Saul about the wonderful act of God and how he rescued him from a lion and a bear. Now, the Bible says there on verse 34, it says, David said to Saul that the servant, which is himself, kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. The Bible goes on to say that he, David, went after it. He struck it. He smote it. And he delivered it, the lamb, out of the mouth of that lion and bear. And when he arose against me, he said, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Amen. David says here that the lion and the bear came and took a lamb. He took a lamb from his flock. And the Bible says that David went after it. Now, it's important for us to highlight the fact that the bear and the lion came for a lamb. It was not several lambs. It was not a multitude of lambs, but it was one lamb. And that one lamb was enough for David to leave the flock and go after it. David went after this one lamb and delivered him from the mouth of that lion and bear. Friend, this 
is the gospel for the Lord Jesus Christ was willing to come down from heaven's throne to seek and save those who are lost, to seek and save lost sheep like you and I, those who have gone astray because the enemy has come and stolen us from the hand of God. It was the love of God as to why Jesus has come down. It was the love that chased us down. It was the love that was coming after us, even though we were deep in our sin and in the deepest of pits. It was the love of God that chased us until we were found and delivered us so we can have the means to stand. Amen. It was the workings of the cross, him putting his life on the front line that has delivered you and I. You know, one of the things I find very fascinating about the story of the prodigal son was the fact that the Bible mentions the father saw the son returning to him from afar off. Now, for you to have spotted something afar off, it goes to show me that you were seeking something from afar off. And so the father was not just there hoping his son to return. He was there seeking him to return. And in his seeking, he found him. He spotted him afar off. This is the God we serve. The one who seeks and saves. You see, God is a seeker. He is a diligent seeker. And in his seeking, his reward is us. We are his reward. The Bible says there in the book of Matthew 18 and verse 12, that if a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them have gone astray, does he not leave the 99 and go after the one into the mountains? and seek it that which is gone astray? If but one has gone astray, regardless of what he has done, regardless of what he has said, if he has gone astray, will he not go after him? Leave the 99 and go after the one. And if he would go after the one, are you not worth saving? If he is willing to prioritize the one over the 99, are you not worth saving? And why is this one so important? The Bible tells us in verse 14 that our Father in heaven is not willing that anyone, that anyone, it says any one of these little ones should perish. And so every single sheep that's in his sheepfold is as equally important as the other. It is the will of God that none of us shall perish. You see, the prodigal son took what was his. He asked the father to deliver to him that which was rightfully his. He took what was his and it was rightfully his and he took it. He took it and left the father. He took it and left 
the presence of the Father, where there is peace and joy and where there is liberty and where there is his counsel. And how many of us come to Jesus this way? We come to him for the things which he has declared is ours. We come to him for the gifts which he said that he will freely give us. And we take that which he said is ours, and yet we walk away. We walk away from him. We walk away from his counsel and his presence. We take it and walk away. And then we find ourselves in situations in which we are perishing in our decisions. We are perishing in our decisions which has led us to sin. You see, the covering of the Lord is so much needed now, today, than ever before. It's needed more today than yesterday. And to forsake the counsel of the Lord is to forsake Him also to forsake him who is the only one who can keep us out of harm's way and from the snares of the enemy. You see, I don't know who I'm speaking to this day. Maybe I'm speaking to you there who have wandered off. You have left the path and the steps of the Lord, the steps which he has ordered for you to take, and you have taken another path. You have bound yourself in another path and now you're at a crossroad. You're at a place where you don't know where to turn because the counsel of the Lord can not be heard. His voice can no longer be heard because you have overshadowed it with your voice. Perhaps you have forgotten what the presence of the Father is like because you have been gone for so long. But I want to tell you that Jesus wants you back. You are as precious to him as those who have not wandered off. He wants you to come back. When Jesus stood there before Zacchaeus, when he was up there in that tree, the Bible makes reference that that was the place. The Bible says this is the place. Friend, I've come here this day to tell you that this is the place. This is the place where the Lord wants you to come back. He is ready to clothe you from your nakedness. He wants you to come back. He is ready to show you mercy. He wants you to come back and sin no more. The wonderful thing about it is that before we had not a way. But praise be to God, Jesus has made the way. And yet he is the way. I would like you to say this prayer with me from Psalms 119 verse 176. Say, I have strayed like a lost sheep, but seek thy servant. You can put your name there where it says servant and say, seek thy servant, for I have not forgotten your commandments. I have not forgotten your commandment, which says that if we confess our sins, you are faithful to forgive. And here I am, Lord. Forgive me of my sins as I return to you today. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the Bread of Life podcast. Visit our website, nomoreblind.com for more information regarding this podcast and many others. Share this message with your friends and family and help us spread the word of God, which restores our soul. Until next time, remember, the grass may wither and the flower may fade, but the word of God will never change.